The Lord be with you. A reading of the Holy Gospel according to John. On the evening of that first day of the week, when the doors were locked where the disciples were for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood in their midst and said to them, Peace be with you. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. The disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. And when he had said this, he breathed on him and said, Receive the Holy Spirit, whose sins you forgive are forgiven, and whose sins you retain are retained. Thomas, called Didymus, one of the twelve, was not with them when Jesus came. So the other disciples said to him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see the mark of the nails in his hands, and put my finger into the nail marks, and my hand into his side, I will not believe. Now a week later, his disciples were again inside, and Thomas was with them. Jesus came although the doors were locked, and stood in their midst and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here, see my hands. Put your hand here and see my side. And do not be unbelieving, but believe. Thomas answered and said to him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Have you come to believe because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and have believed. Now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples that were not written in this book. But these are written that you may come to believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that through this belief you may have life in his name. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise you, Lord Jesus. The Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. It's still Easter. We live the octave of Easter as we live the octave of Christmas. Eight full days that we celebrate the one day. And this day culminates in Divine Mercy Sunday. We are an Easter people. What draws us here is that we are an Easter people. An Easter people of joy. An Easter people of peace. An Easter people of mercy. All of which we receive, we receive From our risen Lord. He gives us the joy by the way we live. That completes our joy. By loving as he loved on the cross. He the Prince of Peace. Steps into the day. The today of our life. And offers us his peace. A peace not of the world. But of himself. A peace that is not a peace. That is an absence of any conflict. A peace that's an embracing of God's will. We witness Jesus experience conflict 
in the Garden of Gethsemane. We witnessed Jesus experienced conflict crucified on the cross. But we know that wasn't the end. It was the beginning of life through an instrument of death. We receive that peace. We receive the mercy of God, which is equivalent to the love of God. Love and mercy go together. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. So we are an Easter people. Yet we're an Easter people who, like the first disciples and apostles, walk in a Good Friday world. We are an Easter people who walk by faith and not by sight in a Good Friday world. Believers. Believers. If I were be to be convicted as a Christian today, St. John was on the island of Patmos because it says in Revelation he was convicted as a Christian, one of the apostles. If I were to be convicted a Christian today, would there be enough evidence to prove it? If I were convicted a Christian today, would there be enough evidence of the way that I live my life to prove it? See, in the gospel today, that Jesus says to Thomas, sometimes Thomas gets a bad rap, but how much of our life can be centered around on that data where we can touch it, we can feel it, our sense has got to prove it, it's got to be there if I'm going to believe in Jesus, if I'm really going to walk as a follower of the way. He was scandalized by the cross. He was scandalized by his Good Friday world. He's like, I'm not going to believe unless, I'm not going to believe y'all. I don't care what they say. Until I can touch this Jesus, until I can experience this Jesus in a real way. The doors were locked. The doors were locked for fear of the Jews. The doors were locked for fear of maybe the culture that was out there that was going to come and challenge them to truly be what Jesus invited them to be. He said, yet they were locked up. Locked up in an upper room. And the locks didn't hold Jesus back. Jesus stepped into their upper room as he wants to step into the upper room of our hearts, each and every one of our hearts today. And he comes to that interior dwelling where only God can penetrate. And he looks at you and me with the eyes of love and he says, peace be with you. And what do we want to do? Oftentimes, after we receive God's mercy, we, we don't want to forgive ourselves. Oh, you're a Christian? Yeah, yeah, you, you don't act like it. You don't live like it. Just give up. It's too hard. It's too hard to be a follower of the way. Jesus steps in that upper room where we can be kind of locked up and afraid to bust out. To bust out and be 
truly his disciples. I was talking with a couple yesterday, and there are a lot of examples of brothers and sisters in Christ of the one baptism of other Christian denominations where they live, they walk the walk, and they can impress us. This one couple had moved. They moved out to, out by the ocean to a city out that way. I won't say exactly what city to identify it. But they came up to me and approached me, and they said, Father, we're believers. I said, that's awesome. Then they had a little look on their faith because face, and, and, and the wife was like, well, challenges, we just, we're in our new church, and our new church has decided not to pray the Lord's Prayer. And it looked a little off. Well, we better not pray the Lord's Prayer because might, we might, not everybody not, might feel included or welcome. What about the Lord, Lord's Prayer would cause any Christian community not to pray it? So the question is, in our worship, we're believers, but do we give witness of being believers? Now this may hurt. This may cause you to squirm a little bit. But when I come worship my one hour a week on Sunday, which is okay you're here because you're believers, if I had someone sitting next to me, and I imagine all of you know the names of the person sitting next to you. Do you? Why not? If you don't, will you? When you leave, they're fellow believers. But imagine if one of the people sitting there you've never seen that's sitting next to you, around you, or behind you is not a believer. And they showed up. Because they're searching for something to believe in. By the way we worship on Sunday. The way we lift our hearts up and open our voices and pray to our Father. And sing the hymns. And don't take this as like, oh man, Father's coming. No, I mean, this is the day the Lord has made. This is, and sometimes like, oh, there's got to be an hour. Parking lot's going to be full. Got to get out of here. You know, the thing is, the first Christians, oftentimes they were the believers because they were persecuted. Life is uncomfortable. I was talking to another young couple last night, and the young lady is a pretty high up in her company, one of the big companies in Charlotte, a real leader in her place of work. And she was talking about a gentleman who's a mentor of hers and has been a mentor of hers for five years at the big company she works at here in Charlotte. And just really an outstanding leader that everybody knows, everybody knows cares for the employees they lead, looks for the good of the other in the way in which he works. And after five years of working alongside of him, went to church, looked over to the other aisle, and saw him there with his wife and his four children. But you know what she said? I wasn't surprised. I wasn't surprised. Because the way he lives in the workplace speaks volumes that he's a follower of Jesus Christ. So she wasn't surprised. Is it possible that someone may be surprised that we are a Christian? 
on my sport team, at my place of work, in my neighborhood. You see, to believe a believe, be a believer is more than putting a sign out in our yards. It's more than a magnetic bumper sticker that we have on our car or what we hang from our mirror. To believe, be a believer in Jesus Christ is to walk, the talk, walk more than talk to talk. That's hard. And if we do that, my brothers and sisters of Christ, we will find ourselves at times feeling like we are living in a Good Friday world, but we are an Easter people of joy. And we do that with joy. And we bring the peace of Christ into the upper rooms of others. What do I need to do today? Just today. To demonstrate the mark that I truly am a believer. What do I need to do in my home? What do I need to do when I get in the car and I leave from here? What do I need to say? And how do I need to act to show those closest to me that I'm a believer? Who do I need to pardon? Who do I need to compliment? Who do I need to help in my domestic church, my home? From exercising those virtues in my home. How can I take that out to my world? So that people may see that I'm a believer, that I'm a witness to these things, that I'm a follower of Jesus Christ in these times. You parents, don't worry. You grandparents, don't worry. I know sometimes in your heart, because I hear it, you can almost feel that your heart's locked up for fear. For fear of the world, what the world may have for your own children. Don't worry. You were born for these times. Your children were born for these times. And Jesus Christ is alive. And he steps into your open, upper room. And if you let him, he'll break those chains. He'll break those chains. Throw open your heart wide to Christ. He takes nothing away from you. And he gives us everything. Jesus Christ, the Prince of Peace, comes in to our hearts this day and invites us to truly be believers. Let's start now. Let's worship now. Let's love now our beloved Lord. Because there may be someone here in our midst seeking to be a believer too. Amen.